0: Hey everyone! Hey everyone, I'm Emily. And I'm Maria, and this is the Open Plan Podcast. We're excited to have you here. Join us in navigating life and
1: architecture as young professionals tackling career, education, social lives, and everything
0: in between. Keep up with us on Instagram at Open Plan Podcast. So now let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Open Plan Podcast. It's been a little bit of a minute since we last recorded. Yes, welcome back. Happy to have you here. As always, I
1: feel like I have to say, recording in Maria's apartment on this beautiful sunny December day
0: and she's decorated for Christmas, which is super (laughs) cute. (laughs) We got a baby Christmas tree and it has six ornaments on it. But okay. like honestly, like a small Christmas tree in an apartment is the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't shed, which is great. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I wish we had a Christmas tree and we don't for a specific reason because we <gasps> have
0: a new member of our little family. Jumping right into highlight of the life of Emily and <laughs> <in> Ashgon. <Ashcock. laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little segue.
1: We have a new dog. Ah! Yes, he's a puppy. Um, we got him. A couple weeks ago, literally or like the day after we recorded, yeah. I think, or something. Um, it was the weekend after. That's like also oh, part yeah, of weekend. the reason
0: we haven't recorded in a minute.
1: Yeah, I just, it's just been so amazing and tiring and just, I don't know, I feel like new mom vibes. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't feel like I'm getting roasted for saying that. It's probably nowhere as near as Pet mom, pet mom. As babies, but he is a baby. He's like 11 weeks and yeah, he's been so wonderful and- cockapoo, cocker spaniel poodle mix. His name is Alfie. Yes, I didn't mention Alfie, yeah. He's met Maria multiple times, loves Maria. Oh, <laughs> He loves anyone. I work- love
0: him too. <laughs> we were like, he
1: would just run away with anyone who gives him attention. <laughs> he just follows the most random people.
0: Yes, he has like separ- separation anxiety. So like we had people surrounding him yesterday and Juan would just like go to the bathroom and he
1: would freak out. Yeah, he starts whimpering. Like, me and Ashon have to take turns. Like if one of us is going to take a shower, one one of us has to be with him Aww. like on the bottom floor while someone's upstairs. We're like, where do you think we're going? We're literally, <laughs> we're not leaving. Um, but yeah, he's
0: so adorable. And yeah, I can't believe it. we wanted a dog for so long. and Oh my oh gosh, my so God. excited. I'm not even change. a dog person and I'm like obsessed. With I you. know. I think we've converted Maria. <laughs> 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 She's like this dog only. Yeah. <laughs> <In particular>. <laughs> one <laughs> at a time. But yeah, so my highlight of the week or the month. I mean, it's been like three weeks since we recorded, but me and Jose took a vacation, a couple days off, like a long weekend. We went to South Carolina. We stayed like a a lake, a lake house, (laughs) body water. (laughs) Yes. All I needed was water, like whatever format possible. And it was great. It was chilly. We hiked a lot and just had a good quality time and got away from the city. Got away from our studio apartment in which we have been living working and playing in (laughs) living in these four walls recording (laughs) in
1: (laughs) our whole lives are in these these
0: rooms (laughs) yeah it's been it was hard but you know we really needed a couple days to get away and it was amazing to have that time off that's a nice way to like recharge and Come back a little, like,
1: refreshed. Yeah. So cozy, too, to, like, get away during the winter.
0: Yeah, it was... I wanted to do it more in the fall, but it ended up being more, like, all the leaves were already on the ground, which was <laughs> kind of hard to hike like that. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so annoying. Like, a lot of the trails were covered in leaves, and you didn't know where you, where, where you were stepping. So oh some of the harder parts are, like, I might die if I take uh, another step. What if you got
1: lost? Because, like, the markers I were mean, covered up. I mean,
0: there were, like... There weren't a lot of people in the trails. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Okay, so... And the first one we went to it was like a Friday I think yeah it was a Friday morning so I guess not a lot of people were you know taking hikes on a Friday morning at a state park but we were, were the only ones there we hadn't seen any other humans and we're walking on this trail that was super long we're like halfway through to get to some waterfall and we see this guy he's wearing like normal clothes and he doesn't have any hiking gear like he's not mm-hmm. carrying a backpack he's not carrying water or whatever he's carrying like a really thick like stick that i thought was like a an axe oh my god and he's running towards us (laughs) yes we crossed i'm not joking this actually happened jose can back me up on this oh we were walking on this like kind of bigger trail area that you could probably get like a car in but he's walking he's running towards us and we cross him and jose like sets something he's like hey like hi like we're seeing you you're what who are yeah, you?
1: Anyone running towards you with a large object. I like, know. I couldn't
0: me. see it. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the heck? So, and yeah, so he was wearing, he what? He didn't look like a park ranger. Like, I don't know what he was. At all, at But then he, re- he, plied, he replied, he said, hi, guys, how are you doing? Or something. And he just, like, kept running. And there was, like, nothing to run t- to. Like, we were so far away from, like, the office area where they have yeah. the maps and stuff. And we were really far away from where we were going. <laughs> Maybe you're just, like, a wilderness man, you guys. Keep- <laughs> It was so scary. But then we're like, okay, this is weird. I hope we see more humans like at some point. Yeah. And then once we finally got to the waterfall, we like sat there, ate lunch and like took some pictures, and then like two more couples showed up oh, that nice. like were doing yeah. the same thing. So I was like, okay, a little, a little less isolated. Yeah. I think we're not used to that in the city, too. Yeah. It's a little creepy. You're like, "Hello." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Other than that, it was a great weekend. Um <laughs> yeah, so it was great to recharge and connect with nature. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. But, yeah. So do you want to lead us into the project of the week? Sure. So the project of the week is not in the U.S. today. The project of the week is located in Lima, Peru. It's the UTEC Universidad de Ingeniería y Tecnología. It's an academic project. It's a university of engineering and technology. This project is was completed in 2015 and is located in Lima, Peru, where the cliffs define the boundary between the city and the Pacific Ocean which was the starting concept for the building as a new and kind of man-made cliff. So the spaces in the structure are organized to have external circulation, celebrating the ethos of the institution, the collective life of the campus, and the interactions between students and faculty. So this is a quote from the website of the architects. While the north face acts as a cliff or shoulder to the outer world and fast-moving city, the south face cascades as a series of gardens. So the larger volumes are placed nearest to the ground with the teaching spaces stacked and administration and professor's offices positioned in the higher levels. This project received multiple awards, including the RIBA International Prize in 2016. It has a LEED silver certification. If you listen to our previous episode, you know what that means. Um, <laughs> and it was designed by Grafton Architects. The, this firm was founded by two Irish architects, Yvonne Farrell and Shelley McNamara. I think that's how you say it. Two women, two women. Yeah, it's a it's a big office. It was like founded in the seventies, and you should definitely check out their other work. It's beautiful. Um, And as always, we're gonna add some pictures of this project. But it's essentially like a, I guess you could call it like a half uh, half of a stadium. Like it really looks like the seating of, of a stadium, but it's all concrete and. It looks like it's missing the facade. Yeah, it, it looks like
1: the back of uh, the bleachers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, gorgeous. I can't even imagine like the experience, like Going to being students. There. There. Imagine
0: being an engineer and like studying there.
1: That is a sick building. And
0: yeah, excited to share photos of it. It's, it has all my favorite colors. It's so. uh it has no like, natural. <laughs> yeah, no. It's gray. <laughs> Um, but yeah, totally cool. Um Jose actually showed me this a while back. And I was gonna ask, I was like Peru, huh? Yeah, Peru. I mean, but but it's an Irish firm. Like Yeah, yeah, I didn't expect really that. Really cool. They they do beautiful work all Women over the firm. World. Women owned firm. Women-owned firm. Yeah, that's awesome. So check it out in our Instagram, look it up. It's great. All
1: right, so now we're gonna get into the topic of the episode, which is choosing your undergraduate college. And this is actually going to be part one of a two part series. So we're starting with how to choose an undergrad program slash college and then going to be doing a second part on graduate school. So stay tuned for that. So this is just part one. We have a very special guest in the studio today. And uh, do you want to introduce yourself, Matt?
2: (laughs) Well, hey everybody, thank you for having me. Uh, My name is Matt Denig from South Florida and I went to the University of Florida. Uh graduated from Georgia Tech. That's where I met these two. And I'm currently working do- back down there right now.
1: Nice. Yeah. We brought Matt on because uh, he's one of our really good friends from school. And we all have like pretty different experiences with choosing our undergrad. So mm-hmm. and he's visiting this week. Perfect timing. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> he came down just for this pocket. Yeah. We're I'm flying kind of, guests. In. I'm dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, we're going to kind of define what our personal experiences are and then, yeah, throughout it, what we considered and some advice along the way.
0: Yeah, I think the the interesting thing is that we each went to different schools for undergrad and then we all ended up in the same school for grad. So I think that that's going to be a really interesting combination to like talk about what went into our decision making and how we ended up. the same place now but what we were considering when we're choosing undergrads.
1: Yeah because choosing an undergrad program is pretty difficult Um, as a senior in high school. There's a lot to consider and I think it's helpful to hear what other people went through. So we're gonna start with Matt. Where did you go for for undergrad slash what was your experience like?
2: Well I kind of had a weird trip through undergrad I guess you could say. I actually started out in engineering so at University of Central Florida and then uh, I didn't know that you could do different degrees and masters I guess so Mm -hmm. I kind of was like trying different things. And then I went back to a community college called Indian River for architecture just to try it out. And I liked it. It was cool. I mean, it was a great experience of a combination of engineering and art. So mm-hmm. the two things I guess I loved. My professor was from the University of Florida. So after the two years, you kind of can move into a higher program. So it's kind of like a that was the school I thought to go to. He really recommended it. So,
1: so your community college had almost like a like a set-aside program where if you did two years there, you would go to UF. Would you apply to UF?
2: Yeah, it was like in Florida. I guess it's a Florida thing. It's Mm -hmm. like you do your two years and then you have to apply for the second two years, even though it's one bachelor's degree. Oh, nice. So So
1: it's not like you had to do two years and then four years. You kind of entered in at the two-year mark. Correct. I think that's a really uh, good option that a lot of people don't always consider, like starting off in community college and then eventually going into the bigger school uh especially for architecture like i haven't heard of that like it, that's cool that florida kind of has that system and i wish i did more research on that yeah. myself when i was Oftentimes, younger times
0: when you do that it ends up just making it longer like you can start at a community college but then you end up having to do still eight studios right in undergrad so that's a four-year degree so it ends up taking like six years right um Yeah, I mean, if you
2: see that opportunity, like, you could save a lot of money, especially living in your hometown or something like this. Mm -hmm. And you can knock out the kind of mandatory classes you need Mm -hmm. and then go into, like, just focus on what you want.
1: Yeah, right. Which is what, like, usually the first two years of undergrad, you're doing a lot of, like, generic classes Mm -hmm. you could take pretty much anywhere. So, yeah, I think that's a really great idea. What else did you um, consider when, like, I know you said, like, University of Florida had kind of a partnership with your community college, but... Um, As far as like staying in Florida, did you want to do that? Like, like when you chose your college, was it, were you looking at tuition? Were you looking at where you wanted to stay long term?
2: Um, I wanted to stay in state, save money. Mm -hmm. Um, And Florida ranking wise, I guess, was probably the more esteemed school in Florida at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was very more artsy and theoretical. And that's what I kind of wanted to learn. So it's very competitive. So you want to get pushed. Right. As
1: far as architecture, did you know about the four or five year program situation? I had no
2: idea what a five year program was, to be (laughs) honest.
1: (laughs) So you're kind of like, this is just going
0: to be what I've got to do. And yeah. Okay, so there's two main types of degrees you can get in undergrad uh, for architecture. You can get a Bachelor of Science in architecture, which is a four year degree or a Bachelor of Architecture, which is a five year degree. So the difference is. When you do a five-year degree, you can take your licensing exams right after and become a licensed architect and practice and never go to school again. But (laughs) um, if you do a four-year degree, it's a Bachelor of Science, so it's not a professional degree. You'd still have to do some sort of master's degree um, in architecture, which can range from one, two, three and a half Um, year long and then you can take your exams so that's what we're all in right now like we just graduated from a two-year master's because our undergrads were not five years yeah. so now we can sit for the exams but that's like half the reason why people go to grad school anyway
1: yeah and I think it's something like Matt was saying that a lot of people don't know about when they're first applying to undergrad because I'm sure if they're like oh there's a five-year acceleration like instead of me doing the four plus two like right. there I think it's definitely more limited than the four-year like to find that five-year school Yeah, it's more
0: strict kind of like curriculum yeah so
1: but, and but you get to surpass masters basically if yeah. you do that so
0: it's kind of like if you're 100 percent sure you want to be a practicing architect you want to get licensed you want to build yeah. stuff you want to stamp drawings i would recommend the five-year program yeah it's a
2: bit more technical approach too so yeah. they like focus on structure from the start and all these mm-hmm. like what goes into the building instead of design i guess Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah if you're unsure what you want to do you like architecture but you know you want to stay in the field but you don't know if you want to be an architect per se Mm -hmm. four years probably where Mm -hmm. you can find you know more time to do electives if you're interested in other fields or if you're more artsy like that would be better i didn't know i didn't really know what that meant when i was applying especially coming from brazil i was like what, what is this? What are licensing exams? Because no. in Brazil, you just you do a five year and you're mm. an architect. Right. But it's really different here. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah. What I guess when you were in UF, what were kind of your goals as far as like job opportunities? Was that something you considered when you decided to kind of end up in Florida where you're like, oh, I'm going to go here because like the networking is good? Because a lot of the times I feel like we're going to get into this. But like if you choose a college in more of a city area, mm-hmm. you're going to have you know, more recruiters, maybe coming to your career fairs, you're going to have more opportunities for internships in your area compared to going to a more rural school. So did you consider that at all when you're thinking about Florida? Um Not my
2: first year when going there, but I'd say as it went on, like as I got closer to graduation, mm-hmm. it's something I thought about. Mm-hmm. And I got to see like Florida is a pretty big name school, at least in the South. Mm-hmm. And Burns came from other states to like kind of meet us and meet mm-hmm. us kind yeah. of see what the students have to offer
0: so even if it wasn't in like a big city with huge opportunities yeah. it was a well-known institution yeah. that you know firms from all over the state and right states around it would come there exactly to go that's a really that's good, a good point, point yeah.
1: yeah i think that's a great question to ask when you are looking at colleges like what is your school's network i guess as mm-hmm. far as like do you guys have career fairs like do you have recruiters that you mm-hmm. work with things like that like where do your students end up working at yeah, yeah.
2: that's you know? a good like where the students end up is like something to look into
1: for sure so looking back is there anything you would have done differently
2: um differently maybe start architecture first (laughs) (laughs) no i enjoyed the way i approached it i learned a lot through my process and taking it from a community college where there was no digital work it was all hand drafting it kind of like foundations a lot of design basics and how you understand things Mm -hmm. and then going to a school where it's very fast-paced you have to like kind of push yourself to kind of learn things faster and it's competitive so it's right it's a kind of exciting but like it also gets you more prepared i would say
0: i think it's a good base to start off with you almost had like two different college experiences yeah one
2: so it was basically a two 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 for me to get my degree yeah do you
1: ever want to go back to engineering
2: (laughs) uh i think about it (laughs)
1: Nah, it'd be so boring. <laughs> yeah. I would
2: say I wouldn't get the draw as much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not as fun. Yeah.
1: Nice. Oh, one other question I wanted to ask. Uh, I know that sounded like a wrap-up question, mm-hmm. but uh, did you look into, so a lot of the times when people are looking at schools, they do like the campus tour and stuff and like look at the facilities. Did you look into like anything cool about Florida that they had that like drew you in? <laughs> like had you speak. been there
0: before?
2: I had yeah. not been there before. Okay for school reasons. <laughs> so um, it was a great experience to tour it beforehand. And we actually had the head of the architecture program come to us at our small school oh, because cool. where it's like a feeder type thing. Right. Oh, cool. And so the way he kind of expressed himself really made it exciting. Mm-hmm. So he promoted us to come up. We checked out the school and the city of Gainesville is mainly just UF. Mm-hmm. Like it's a small town and it's a kind of a different experience like compared to a city. So you get to see like people that are here for school. And then people that just in and out type things. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. mean, the campus is beautiful. Yeah. You don't have to worry about too much traffic. It's mm-hmm. just students basically. So it was kind of like cool. college town. But yeah. yeah.
1: Was it like a classic college from like a movie you would 100%. see? 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I feel like mine was not like that either. Well, you
0: can start with, you can tell us how you picked your college.
1: For. Yeah. So I, uh, when I was in undergrad, not undergrad, um, high school, senior year of high school, I was still very unsure about what I wanted to do as well. And I think we touched on this, like, in our intro episode, but mm-hmm. um, I was really interested in journalism and communication, so I applied to a bunch of schools with, like, different majors. I actually only did architecture at University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign, Temple University in Philly, and then University of Maryland, I did communication. I think the biggest differentiator for me choosing a school was just visiting the college and how I felt. I was very, like, I'm very, like, emotion-based. Which mm-hmm. is kind of, like, you're good? Yeah, yeah, I had, like, a... Same. <laughs> yeah, I had a very, like... I should have, my dad was like trying to make me do like a pro-con list. And I was like, no, it's all about the motion. <laughs> like, do I have that like home? spark in me when yeah. I enter the campus? So I agree.
2: That's hundred percent what needs to happen. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you yeah, want to enjoy right. your experience. You need to be yeah. happy
1: there. Yeah. Um, I agree. And undergrad, it's like, it's not as serious as you think. Like it, it, it's just like, you should just enjoy where you go and then mm. you'll do well academically. So, yeah. So I visited each of the schools and, um, I thought Temple was my favorite by far, which I was not expecting at all. So I went in going like, oh, University of Illinois. I saw the pictures. It was like the classic Mm. college campus, like rolling green quad and like the brick buildings. I was like visiting, like, I think I'm going to go here. And then I got there and I saw the outside of the college campus (laughs) and I was like shook. I was like, what? There was nothing. It was just like a Walmart (gasps) and just like... dark streets and then you get to the campus which is like this beautiful like bubble like it's almost like boarded off from like the rest of the city so there's really nothing else going on I kind of got the vibe that if I went there it's like I would have to well, There's there's no, nothing wrong with this but like the biggest social thing was like frats and sororities and you know, it was very like inward facing almost. And I don't know, I guess I didn't realize I would care about that, but I was kind of like, I don't know if I could see myself going to a rural school. Like, I don't know. And I guess I was going in for architecture too. So I was kind of, I've always like, my favorite part of architecture has always been cities. So Mm -hmm. I think it kind of clicked with me. Like if I want to study architecture, I want to be in a city.
0: There's like no buildings around you, but you're trying to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. So then when I visited Temple, um, which is in Philly, I don't know if it was the weather that day. It was like 75 on a spring day. I walked in like, oh, so how Temple works is like kind of nestled in the city. So it has a campus with like green and like public spaces and stuff, but it's also like a bunch of skyscrapers like surrounding it. And like um, you're really close to center city, like a subway ride. And I just got like such a great vibe from being on the campus inspired by honestly, the tour guides also make a big difference. Um, I had a really great architecture tour guide um, who like told me about the program, and she convinced me, and <laughs> pretty much was like, yeah sell your soul." I'm no, just kidding, but um,
0: so you toured like a few, universities. yeah,
1: yeah, which I really recommend. And um, I like glazed over Maryland, but like to my like high school self, I was like, "I don't want to go to my state school. Like, I need to get out of here." So typical, yeah. <laughs> uh, all my friends, literally all my high school friends, went to University of Maryland. And I left. Yeah, I think I was pretty sad the first semester. Like, did I make a mistake? I have no friends. (laughs) But um, (laughs) it was worth it to, like, branch out. Um, So that's, like, another thing, like, I guess we touched on if you want to do in-state or out-of-state. Like, what are you looking for? But I definitely looked for funding also. If I went out-of-state, I was basically like, oh, I need to, like, apply for a bunch of scholarships. And um, like federal grants and stuff. So I was doing that. And that helped me convince my parents <laughs> to let me go to an
0: out-of-state school. So you said you didn't know what the four or five-year thing was. So I didn't. Um, this That was a four-year. Yeah, it was
1: a four-year. And yeah, I didn't really know about it. And they were actually phasing out the five-year when I was there. So now Temple has a four-year... Plus one, they just created this where oh. it's almost like a five year program, but you get a master's, but you have to do their undergrad yeah. to do it.
2: I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You kind of can take the right like classes. A,
0: yeah, it's almost like a five year. Yeah, it's like a five year,
1: yeah. but you have two degrees. Um, you missed out. Same I know many. I missed out. I was yeah. like only I was like five years younger. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I ended up at Temple. And I didn't do it based on architecture as much as like the college experience I wanted just because I was so unsure about my major still. So I guess it's a little different if you go in knowing I want to be an architect and I want to look for a five-year yeah. program. So.
0: And you did take, like, business classes, right? You took some yep. classes that were outside yep. of architecture. I had,
1: like, a halfway existential crisis <laughs> at school. Like, sophomore year, I was like, I just want to take some business classes because I want to see what it's like. All my friends were in business school. Yeah. And um, I was like, I want to see what this is about. So. Did that as well, which was nice that um, when you're looking at schools, if you are considering that, always, like, check with your counselor if you can take classes in other majors. Yeah. Some schools are really good about it, where if you have time, like, it counts for certain credits.
0: Do you have any regrets?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think when you're an undergrad, you're kind of, like, just thrown into it. But, like, I didn't really research the faculty and stuff, which ended up being fine because I think I liked them. But I wasn't really, like, concerned about the ratio of men to women or anything like yeah. that. and. I think that's something to look at. Yeah, I think that's pretty much I don't really have any regrets. I loved my undergrad. I think it was a good base for grad school.
0: Yeah. And you got a lot of like job opportunities Mm -hmm. after that.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. So for sure. So Philly ended up I think a lot of time when you go to school in a city, you end up staying there after school and like all my friends end up staying in Philly and it's like a great like young professional city. And it's kind of similar to what Matt said. Like, we had a lot of um, career fairs recruiters coming from Philly. One benefit of being in a city is you have, like, the big names, like, right there. Like, Mm -hmm. we had our own, like, AECOM and, like, Gensler and all that. And then
0: oftentimes, like, the the people in leadership went to your school. Yeah. That's something that I saw here in Atlanta a lot. Like, you know, almost every principal (laughs) at every architecture firm here went there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was one of the first things I noticed when coming to Tech. Like, it's just... That's the, a big benefit of being in the city. Yeah, like like, oh,
0: fellow cool. yellow jacket or fellow whatever yeah. mask. It honestly like, doesn't even help you anymore because there's so many, but yeah. it's still a good thing.
1: It's just such a small world. Like, architecture is like wherever you go to someone's, you're like most likely going to someone's school. And, yeah, like,
0: yeah.
1: Everyone knows each other, and it's just. <laughs> yeah. So, what about you, Berea? How did you end up at your undergrad?
0: I don't know. <laughs>
2: It's a good answer. Good answer. Every I time. just woke up and there I was. <laughs> yeah,
0: like when I came to Georgia Tech, like everybody would, you know, ask each other, it's like, "What? Why did you choose Georgia Tech?" And I'm like, "I, I, I just ended up here by a process of elimination." To be honest, like, because I was obviously in Brazil. I talked about this in the, our first episode, right? I applied to a few schools in Brazil, and then I wanted to come to the US, just like in general. But then I wasn't going to apply to any school that I wasn't going to move country for. So I didn't apply to like I don't have safety schools type thing where it's like oh this is easy to get into just in case like like reach schools yeah they're all just gonna be like I'm I'm moving I'm gonna drop everything and go there if I get in so. I only applied to two schools because I was also very practical about the fact that I would never like get into Harvard or MIT. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I didn't apply. I didn't apply any of that. Any, any other things. of things. But so I applied to Penn State and Georgia Tech. It was kind of like, a, like I had been to Atlanta before and I saw it and I was like, that's cool. But I never had, I had never been to the campus. I totally have like the feeling that I need to, you know, feel good about it and have a, that gut feeling. But I didn't have the opportunity to go to any of these campuses. Right. Yeah. Like at all so i was on google street view all the time all day all i could do is just like go around text campus on the google street view that's such a great point for international students yeah i I didn't think about that either yeah just i mean it's very different you don't get Mm -hmm. to like take a tour with a tour guide or whatever but you you still see like the vibe and and the buildings and obviously you know i was already into design and architecture so the Mm -hmm. the vibe of the of the ca- the campus really mattered to me, and then I did not get into Penn State, and I got into Georgia Tech, and I was really excited to leave Brazil, <laughs> yeah, your hometown, um, yeah. And the thing is, I I don't remember how much I said on that first episode, but I you know I was pretty sure I wanted architecture, but I got the 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 chance to basically start architecture in Brazil for a semester, like from January to July, and then I moved to go to. Georgia Tech. I didn't get any of those credits like accounted for so it was kind of like a waste of time, but it was great because I found out that I really wanted to do it and I was sure. So then I was like, okay, I just did like a semester at you know, some school in Brazil. So I made sure that I were in architecture which made my decision to move to a different country way more like assertive like like, I was sure that that was my major, and that was sure that that was the career I wanted. Yeah. That's kind of how yeah, it Yeah, so that's
2: definitely not a waste. That was very important to I know, being yeah. where you are now.
0: And it, they had, like, AutoCAD class. Like, they had yeah. a lot more practical classes right. than we had at uh, Georgia Tech for undergrad. <laughs> um, so once I got here, a lot of that software stuff, like, I had already gotten introduced to. Right. And they don't really teach you that in... Yeah. I don't I think, think they, they teach gave that. you a leg up. Yeah, man. like... Yeah. I mean, some people knew it already. They learned in high school, but a lot of people didn't. And so yeah, I was like I teaching didn't. some people um, AutoCAD I, stuff. So right. that was like really good. That's similar to how like Matt, you were able to like explore it in community
1: college. You mm-hmm. explore it, like before you entered into like the big school. Yeah. It's like a nice, I think that's especially if you're lower
0: look, risk. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you're looking into architecture, try to, you know, either take classes at your community college, like while you're in school or like if you have electives in high school, like yeah. definitely do that.
0: Like I had a friend that had Revit in high school. Really? Yeah, like architecture oh, class. I wish my high school had architecture. <laughs> yeah, so it was, uh, yeah. No, but that was super nice to, to have that experience yeah. first. And then I went to undergrad. And, I mean, once I got to campus, I came with my mother. Thank you, mom, for coming with me because that was terrifying. Um, like the first week on campus, mm-hmm. like moving into the dorms. And I got lost so many times. Yeah. I was like, I'm never going to figure this campus out.
2: <laughs> I think when talking about the programs is really important. Like they don't actually teach you everything yeah I kind of just expect you to kind of learn from each other
0: yeah and and it's kind of intimidating a note that we had was like the for undergrad architecture it's more about the school and less about the program and like when Mm. when we talk about grad we'll we'll like invert this but it's more about your gut feeling about the school and what the Mm. school is offering you and what opportunities you have in the school even like employment opportunities like yeah I came I I'm out of country, like out of state, out of country, like the the highest tuition possible. <laughs> so I my plan was to like get as many like jobs or, or cost redu- reducing mm-hmm. like strategies that I could after I, I got here. So I was an RA, like a resident advisor, like didn't pay for housing, got food. Mm-hmm. And then like I got some scholarships for merit in school, whatever. The, the school in the undergrad is way more about the school because you can work anywhere you have more time
1: yeah and you're also not as knowledgeable yet like you know you're mm-hmm. just starting out it's more about what can the school offer you yeah rather than you like taking hold of your education which is i think a very much like a grad school thing mm-hmm. where like, you're a little bit research, older yeah, yeah. doing it and stuff so yeah definitely look into you know what they're offering you and we got into that a little bit with like the infrastructure of the school like what wood shops do they have do they have any like you know fabrication labs that like seem to interest you like at Georgia yeah. Tech we have this like massive digital fabrication lab which I think is like a huge factor for a lot of people coming because um they see themselves you know taking electives there and doing yeah. stuff there not so.
0: every school has that I think that's where they differ because I, f- I feel like every like undergraduate architecture program is very similar yeah. in terms of studio and what topics they cover and, and the general kind of like gra- grid of classes mm-hmm But um, however, I will say
1: some programs are definitely more artsy than other programs.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. We were going to touch on this. If you're not 100% sure that architecture is for you, it's probably not a good idea to go to a very like artsy, like specific school like Parsons or SciArc or something like that. Like no, <laughs> if you think you might switch to engineering or yeah, biochemistry, like totally <laughs> or, go yeah, to or marketing like a school. or like
1: finance, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I guess like if you go to UF or even Temple, or
0: I think it's all good. of them, yeah, yeah, that's a good
1: one. Yeah, if you go to like kind of the schools we all went to, you mm-hmm. always have the chance to transfer out of architecture and go somewhere else. Whereas, I mean, not that you can't transfer out of architecture in these more artsy schools, but it's just definitely more limited. <laughs> So is there anything looking back that you wish you did differently when researching undergrad?
0: I mean, I was re- kind of aware of the four and five year thing um, because Georgia Tech, you know, explained it on their stuff like, oh, we, we have like a four plus two program or whatever, which isn't really a program. You just apply again and yeah, you might get in. Yeah. 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 Completely yeah. separate programs. But yeah, I think that I didn't really research the faculty either. Honestly, I didn't even look at the student work that much. Like, what were the students doing? I I think I did look at, like, where they ended up, Mm -hmm. like, architecture firms and and kind of the professional opportunities after. Mm -hmm. But I didn't research any of the um, faculty or student work or what was actually going on at the school at the time. And I didn't talk to any students, any current students. I was more concerned um, about finding Brazilian students because of all the like visa paperwork questions (laughs) yeah yeah. so it was more like okay I need a Brazilian doesn't matter like there are no Brazilians in architecture at Georgia Tech like ever I was the only one in undergrad for like a really long time but there's some like PhD students but uh it was I was more concerned with that than like actually talking to like this architecture student or like a like a senior in in the program that could tell me how how the program was and what they did and what was like a daily, you know, routine that they went through. But right. And I had no idea what studio was.
2: Yeah, I think that's a thing that not a lot of people are prepared for is the studio life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't it's think something I that's hard to just ask questions about. Yeah. Like, the, the,
0: the school I went to in Brazil was way more like broken up. Mm-hmm. And they didn't start like, they call it project class. Yeah. And that's like a longer class type studio thing. But it it's not until like halfway through the degree. So... It was split up, like, modeling class and then drawing class and then something else class. Um, but studio is a monster. It really is. And, yeah, I think
1: tapping into – we're I think we're going to have an d- advice section at the end of this. But, yeah, for sure tapping into other student experiences because no one's going to tell you what it's like unless, you know, they go there. And they're going to tell you the most real experience and yeah. the hours they put in and all that stuff. So
0: And we didn't have podcasts about this either. I
1: know. <laughs> I was just going to say, I feel like nowadays there's so many – like, honestly, Instagram... There's more
0: content. It's yeah. a great source. Yeah. Even, like, a YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably very, very hard to be an architecture student and, like, be a vlogger on YouTube. But I bet they exist. <laughs> yeah. And for international students, too, it's, yeah. like, you get to see someone actually walking around the campus.
1: There's, like, videos on it. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, you can see the student work they post yes. and stuff. And it's not as... Because I remember looking on websites, and it's, like, it might be outdated. Student oh, work yeah. And, and it stuff. totally was. Yeah. yeah. And it's always, like... Couple projects, but Instagram is like they're constantly like doing the most up to date. Yeah. So I think that's a really great resource.
2: Yeah, I think undergrad architecture, like being prepared and like knowing what's going on, helps a lot because, like you said, you want to go to college and have the college experience, and it's a little difficult in architecture. Like you put a lot of hours in. For sure. And like personally, doing engineering first, I kind of think I got that out of the way. (laughs) So then I was like, I could focus. And yes, there was people downstairs partying in our uh, courtyard for football games, but.
1: Yeah, you went to like UF is yeah, like
2: it was crazy a
1: social, very social school. <laughs>
2: I mean, I'll be honest, there was people like that would go out at night for studio, like during studio nights, come back to studio work after oh, going out. Gosh, we have people it's, are like, doing across that the street, too. Everything, and
1: I was like, how are you like making a model after going out? Like, Aren't, yeah, exactly. you, aren't you like drunk right now?
2: Probably not safe. But no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's part so of the, the tech Didn't life. have that. They're all nerds.
1: Right. Well, I mean, there's like, a couple of people in frats and sororities, but... Overall, very academic school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, I feel like also me and Matt's, like, different experience from you. Like, we talk about how undergrad yeah. was kind of wild. Or, like, the things we saw. Yeah,
2: we saw things. We
1: did some wild things. I think All right, we maybe Maybe
0: that's a... Like, maybe I would have done it differently. Like, if I had known I was already going to go to grad school anyway, yeah. maybe I would have gone to, like, less... uh and stressful school right. for undergrad because I did have to take like calc one and two and physics with all engineers. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really difficult. Just not even, just because it was with architecture at the same time. Like mm-hmm. I was great at physics in high school. <laughs> that was like my favorite subject. But then if I couldn't, I didn't have time to put it into mm-hmm. towards like crazy physics classes. And then, Jesus Christ. And then yeah. I, I guess one point is Jose also did like the community college and he did get all of those out of the way like calc and physics yeah, yeah i'll say this community like, college like,
2: classes are way easier Yeah, easier. yeah. Like, that's a pro tip because i took yeah. my
0: calc class uh,
1: over the summer at our community college and my physics class that's and, also a good point yep and it was pass fail because yep. yeah. it was a summer class and could not recommend it enough, honestly. That's like, there's no thing. need to take it during the school year. Yeah. Take it over the summer at a community college and I forgot get it that. over. A
0: lot of the uh, international students did take, like, uh, random classes mm-hmm. that they needed during the summer online at, like, some oh, cheaper yeah. college. You could save so much money. Yeah. As, yeah. as much that. as you can
1: take summer classes at, at, you know, you could probably be working. But, mm-hmm. like, freshman year after that first summer, I remember, like, a lot of people don't have internships yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely try to knock those
2: out. Yeah, I was working through all undergrads, so kind of having yeah. that a little bit easier class. Like I'll be honest, like classes like Calc two, they can be a little strenuous. Oh yeah.
1: Very <laughs> yeah, strenuous. Especially so, if you're if you're going to tech yeah. where it's like they probably pride themselves yes. making it harder oh, yeah.
0: than normal. Yeah. Because they're like they're teaching the freaking like uh aerospace engineers the mm-hmm. same class. Like I was in the same class. Well <laughs> that's when I
2: was in at UCF. Like it's Difficult, like they just expect you to like grab it. Yeah, Yeah. they don't
0: know that you're an architecture student. Uh Yeah, but one thing that I did look into that I just kind of like gave up on the idea was like study abroad opportunities. Uh, And like I know that at Notre Dame they have, I think like a mandatory year in Italy, and I was like. I, I want that. <laughs> I didn't know Please that. make me go to Italy yeah, I didn't know anything about no, study abroad. No, yeah, so that's a great point. Yeah, some some schools, like, incorporate that because mm-hmm. it, it is very difficult to do study abroad with architecture, do yes. co-ops, anything that it takes, like, a whole semester or a couple semesters. It takes semesters.
1: planning. Like, you have to start planning it, like, a year in advance, yeah. basically, to make sure mm-hmm. your classes are good and... The ones abroad, like work. Mm-hmm. The only reason I did it is because I saw like my friends doing it. Yeah. I never thought about it in high school, but I was like,
0: "What? All my friends are going
2: to." It's like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it was like peer pressure.
1: good peer pressure. Best semester yeah. of my life. You know? So, if
0: you really want to do that, definitely look like do do your research yeah. in the in the schools because they change all the time. I know the ones at tech, like every year was different. Study abroad mm-hmm. stuff. And great. I think for
2: architecture, it's pretty important to try and see. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't get I that did. opportunity, but like, yeah, if you get the chance, you should.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was already abroad, so I, was oh, yeah, like, well. I don't need to. You're but I really wanted abroad. to. I really wanted to do the Barcelona one, but yeah,
1: it didn't work. Yeah, so I guess along the lines of like some more advice we have, um, if you're what you should look into when you're applying to undergrad is, you know, talk to the students. Um, they're your most valuable asset in the program. So a lot of times, like on. Uh, program websites and stuff like at Georgia Tech, there's ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Um, you could email them, they're super friendly. You could do a little Skype with them and get their like raw experience. And that is if you can't visit the campus. So, yeah, I think now with COVID, like that's even more
0: important. Oh, yeah. you're not going to be able to go to an open house, you right. know, especially this every... year. Yeah. So, get in contact with the students, current students, alumni. Like... I think it's really
2: important. I mean, I, been, I was nervous to reach out to people. Yeah. But I think they're really open about really wanting to sell their program like, oh yeah and they'll be honest with you especially the ambassadors the students yeah. they were selected for a reason to like right they've had experiences and they want to yeah. be honest with you and help you make yeah. it the right choice we mm-hmm. were
0: we were all ambassadors right in yeah. grad. <laughs> unofficial kind of unofficial
1: <laughs> you should have been yeah. he did more than that some of the actual disasters.
2: yeah
0: yeah so it's it's a little scary but it's super helpful like we we toured people on the campus and we answer questions i mm-hmm. get to this day i get emails all the time like random people from different countries even like really? oh i'm applying to georgia tech like mm-hmm. they sent like a 20 question email Oh, I got that. <laughs> yeah, what's cool Sometimes about like, yeah. yeah, what's
2: cool about talking to these students is like when they do choose there, or even if they don't, like to keep in contact and yes. hear about their experiences. Oh my gosh, I, I think it's, it's the the really best. rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I love when I gave a, a guy a tour last year and then seeing him, like, actually go to tech and stuff. And, you know, Aww, it's, it's like kind of a nice feeling. I'm yeah. like, wow, you yeah. actually came.
2: <laughs> I uh, mean, even I had a student that was just starting at tech that reached out who's taking my position as a GTA. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you, like, passed the it, torch. It was kind of cool. Like, I I felt like I was part of the team and I was, like, training the Aww. next person. Yeah. And, like, they were, like, nervous and they were, like, trying to be as, ask as much as they can. Yeah. oh my gosh kind of exciting i
0: toured one girl with her mom and it was like so great we vibed so much and then she ended up going somewhere else but then the mom like ended up messaging me he's like i'm so sad i really want her to go to tech and (laughs) you were so nice i was like oh "Oh, man she worked harder
1: (laughs) no clearly made a good impression (laughs) and i think we kind of touched on this too but it's when you're going to undergrad, it's honestly so general, like the whole thing. Like, you should really focus on the school's culture and how you feel when you're on campus. You're gonna be there for four years. As long as the architecture program, we said they're kind of all the same, unless, unless you're going to, like, what, like a harvard or yeah. situation ivy league maybe or if that's you, a little or if you different. already know
0: like a very specific track that you yes, want yes exactly do. Yeah. exactly
1: it's more about where you're going to be happy so try to focus on that yeah. and the gut feeling the sure. program
0: is hard already yeah like that's the biggest thing like i didn't really understand how hard it was mm-hmm. going to be and it's hard everywhere it's just a lot of hours yeah. mm-hmm. and, and i think
2: yeah. that's really important to say like and it's the campus is one thing like you have to feel welcome there but go to the program you're going to and walk around, and talk to people there. Yes. Because yeah. they're small. Honestly, they're small like programs. the architecture program usually is kind of its own thing. Like, oh, yeah. You're <laughs> your own uh, entity on the campus. So mm-hmm. you want to yeah. feel welcome there because that's where you're going to be most of the time. Yep. Yeah. And people sometimes don't even know you exist. Right. Like yeah. that yeah. Yeah. At architecture. But so true. The people you are with, you're going to be with a lot. So. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that, that is true. Like the architecture program is has a culture of its own, like inside mm-hmm. the, yeah. the university. So, check out that studio space because you're going
1: to be living there. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you better like it (laughs) or like see yourself there. Yeah, that's really important.
2: It's fun like meeting other students, though, from other majors because, like, you tell them about architecture, show them around. They're like, Well, they love it. This is what you guys do. Like, like, I never knew what was in this building. Yeah, they're like, like, Oh, I see that roof over there, but (laughs) 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 it's over on the hill.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a little cult.
0: Okay, so now we're going to move on to address some questions that we received from our listeners. Natalia wrote in to our Instagram account. Hi, I'm a high school senior and currently applying to colleges as an architecture major, but everything I see online is people saying not to take it and how difficult and terrible it is. <laughs> I'm really in love with architecture and have worked with AutoCAD slightly before and love it. So I'm just so conflicted. People online make it sound so terrible and I just wanted to know your thoughts. She also said that one question she's been thinking about is if you start an architecture program at a school, can you still transfer to another program and pick it up uh, at a different school?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I can kind of answer this one a little bit. I think, well, first of all, architecture is very different than most majors. It is difficult. But if you really enjoy what you're doing and love it, like it's going to be enjoyable overall. You're going to put in more time to make sure you're doing great work. Mm -hmm. Um, As for transferring, I went to a community college, as we said earlier, and then went to the next program. Um, It was a bit different just because the culture was already established for that other school. Mm -hmm. Those people have been together for two years, and now you're going to just kind of jump in. That's so So, true. Yeah. It's kind of intimidating, and you've learned different ways than they have in different programs, different styles. Mm -hmm. So. In a way, it's motivating to try and catch up and still show what you learned. But yeah, I think it's definitely possible to, if you want to transfer, if you're motivated. I mean, anything can really happen. So I recommend it if you can find those opportunities. If you're able to stay in one school and like learn if you're comfortable there and that's the style you want. Mm -hmm. I think learning from different people, different minds, like really broadens how you design. Yeah. So you kind of have to just feel where you're comfortable and see where you can excel Right. I've had a couple of friends that I've met through UF, especially, who have transferred from international mm-hmm. and a lot of credits sometimes don't apply. I mean, you talked about this earlier as well. Yeah. Um, so it's the one thing you have to call the school and ask because certain programs, certain things apply, certain things don't. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's okay with you, you really want to go to this other school and learn from certain people and be represented by that school as well. I think you can make it work. Yeah. But definitely reach out to the advisement. And yeah. Yeah. They'll have do this happen a lot the 100%. research is pretty, Yeah, I think so. it's
1: pretty common for people to transfer between programs. Yeah. Like we had a friend who also did that from Clemson to Georgia Tech and you know, I'm sure there's part, you know, it, it happens pretty mm-hmm. often. But yeah. for sure check with your counselor and they'll like walk you through it and b- pretty much tell you yes or no. Like can yeah. I do this or not
0: kind yeah. of. Thing. It's easier if you if it's like a from a four-year to a four-year, you know, you've already had done your studios and you're just you're not going to lose any time. You're not going to lose any studios. Sometimes you have to go back like a semester mm-hmm. or two mm-hmm. or you have to take like, an extra studio at the end or a summer studio or something. Right. Um, there's all kinds of setups. Like I had a friend that didn't – he totally skipped the first year because he had right. like a really good portfolio. So wow. – and he hadn't done like architecture before. Um, in undergrad. Wow. So it's – I think it's all over the place, to be honest. But you can definitely transfer. I would just do a lot of research before so you can avoid having to transfer unless it's like a a circumstance that doesn't have anything to do with the school. But it happens. Like, you might not get adapted. Yeah, when
2: I transferred, I had to take two extra classes. That was the main thing. So basically, I was taking a couple classes with the year below because the the kids I was with um, were already on that level.
1: All right. So another question we got was, what if you're not sure you want to do architecture? Something that I think we would recommend is probably starting with it or trying to get your hands on things like related to it. So I guess it depends how old you are, but if you're, you know, a senior in high school or you're still in high school, try to look, see if your school has any electives in architecture. Um, I wish my school did. Not every school does, yeah. but maybe your community college does, you know. Or you can do—I don't know—like check out videos of it on YouTube and
2: mm-hmm.
1: sketch. Do you like to, you know, sketch buildings? Because honestly, that's a lot of what you do in your undergrad. It's kind of abstract. And yeah, what do you guys yeah. think?
0: I think I would recommend trying to like, you know, expose yourself to the profession. I know I didn't know any architects when I was in high school, so it was kind of like, oh, find an architect to shadow. Like, if you yeah. know some, that that'd be great. But um, totally it's a really good way to get to know the profession a little bit more. But if you don't know anyone and you can't access <laughs> architects, um, I think I you could reach out to students. I think that's a really important thing um, we already talked about. Um, and I think, yes, I would start it at a, at a bigger school that has more to offer. So because if you start architecture and you're not liking it, you can easily switch out to like business or any other major that doesn't have as many like such a strict grid of classes like studio is very sequential you can't like miss a studio so if you are unsure and you want to try it i would recommend start it in a school that has more options versus like starting business and maybe switching into architecture that's gonna like put you set you up for disaster because you're gonna have to like take an extra year extra yeah. Two years. yeah
2: studios is a sequential thing so you need to take it in order or else it's not gonna work mm-hmm. but Also, your first year, two years is basically a lot of general classes alongside those. So it kind of gives you a chance to try things out.
0: And then on that note, also, one question is, how is it changing majors? I mean, I kind of just touched on it, but like, it's easier to come out of architecture and go somewhere than come into architecture having done already like a year of something else. Right. It's definitely not as like flexible. And I think your
1: general classes will switch over. But, um, you know, otherwise a lot of stuff architecture like doesn't really yeah it's very specific to the program so and not
0: every school will offer like a summer studio that qualifies as a the same as like a semester studio yeah um, but that's
2: something to look into like, yeah some yeah. schools do and it's a little bit fast-paced but yeah if you can handle that you can handle anything
0: yeah. <laughs> then, then you won't have like your graduation delayed or mm-hmm. anything
1: yeah that's so true and then yeah exactly you're like on pace with like everyone else your year then Yeah, I think Summer Studio is a great idea. I did one right before grad and I really liked how condensed it was because you only have studio to focus on. So it seems like it'd be really intense, but you also don't have like a bunch of other
0: classes going. Yeah, distractions. Yeah, Yeah. so it's not that bad. So yeah, good option for sure. Yeah, if you guys have any other specific questions, you can send them over to our email or our Instagram. We can read them on air or (laughs) you too (laughs) can be featured. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Matt, for participating in this episode. We are very glad to have you.
2: Hey, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate what you guys are doing. It's very helpful. I wish I had it. Going into all of this.
1: Oh, thanks, Matt. Thanks for being a great friend. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate
2: you guys.
0: All right. So, this, as we said, is the first of a two part series. So, tune into the next episode if you are interested in our experiences choosing grad school and what other topics to consider in addition to all the things we already talked about. Yeah, definitely check it out. We'll see you on the
1: next one. Bye, guys. Bye.